This whole agenda is screwed up. You know why? Oh, my God. Our guest today. What did I tell you? I said, we don't have to worry yes. about dead air today. Yes, not at all. No. No dead air. No. no. Now that nope. the mics are on, she's not going to say anything. <laughs> I have no she's idea what you're right. talking about. I have no right. idea. <laughs> oh, gosh. Happy hump day it is. Um, guess what? Is what? Yeah, guess it's what? It's also, this is exciting, Nas- yes. National Microwave Oven Day today. <gasps> I know. Big shout out to all those microwave ovens, though. They Yay! have saved I, us every I day. I just put mine up, like like you Sunday. Did? I'm so it, yeah. yes, and it was I mean like, they're always oh! there for us. You know, I can understand yeah. why there's a holiday. Yeah, those me too. late nights when you're it's starving, it's overdue. You come home from the bar and yep. food's frozen. You got to just throw it in that microwave, yep. and that oven is there for you every yes. single time. So yes. happy National Microwave Yay! Oven Day! Happy, happy! Joy, <laughs> oh, I know joy. it was another big holiday though. I might guess what could it be. What, what, oh, I don't know. it's your birthday. <laughs> oh, it's my birthday. It's your birthday. Oh, it's, it's your birthday. birthday. It's your Thank birthday you. today. No, it was Monday. Oh, happy oh, belated birthday. Oh, yeah. So how'd it Thank go? You. It was great. What my happened? Kids, Big well, surprise my party. And my grandkids took me to dinner on Saturday because they work on, you know, yeah. they're working kids. Yay. Um, so they took That's, me Saturday. Was it a surprise? or no, no? Well, they tried to make it a surprise. Yeah. But, but my they daughter needed you to pay the bills. So, right? No. That's what my kids do. No, it's always a surprise. You know, it was so sweet because my my new grandbaby was there. Oh, little my other grandbabies was yeah, little uh, eclipse, and uh, um, they got me jewelry. You know, oh, I got a bracelet, nice. I got a necklace. And, Where's the bracelet? Yeah. Well, I can't put it on by myself. <laughs> so, oh, so I couldn't put it on. But, oh, okay. You know, I love it. So it's was everybody cool. there? Pretty much um, the people that could be there, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. and it was oh. so nice. It was just wonderful. That is nice. So I'm I'm. 
57 now. I cannot believe that. And every time I say it, it's like I'm 57 now. (laughs) So you don't have one wrinkle. I just don't get it. I feel like I have wrinkles. You don't think I have wrinkles? No, you don't. Oh, you know. Well, thank you. You don't look like I just (laughs) said grandma. That's going, huh? I know. (laughs) I have 12 grandkids. I have five kids and 12 grandkids. Unbelievable. (laughs) Yep. So I'm happy birthday, though. Thank you, Jackie. You had a good. So I noticed that Rocky. It's not here. Rocky's not here. No. And so, yeah. Where yeah, I've been where swapping Rocky's <laughs> butt yeah. back and forth to Mama airports. Limo driver. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uber driver Uber. here. Yeah. With no tips. Um, yeah. So, so where is she? They're, she? they're um, just dropped them off this morning. They're on their way to L.A. Ooh. Yeah, mm-hmm. for a photo shoot. So mm-hmm. they're coming back Saturday. So today's what Wednesday through Saturday. Yeah. You should see the luggage. Oh, that I'm, they took. I, I'm sure. I'm oh sure. my I'm gosh! Sure. But you know what? You never. Ha- I'm. I'm kind of like that. You. You never know what you're going to wear. So you got to have all your. Well, stuff. especially because they're stuff. literally doing photo shoots starting yeah. today. Yeah. So that's so understandable. That they need. So all kinds let's of hope outfits. that none of the luggage gets lost. Oh you know my luggage. Oh my yeah, god! I won't even go. No, there don't go there. It brings back so many memories. No, 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 no. Don't even bring that up. up. They'd be in a lot of trouble. Um, So yesterday we got to go to the DMAs. That was your first. uh, It was really fun. Did you like it? It was really, it was fun. There were a lot of people last There was night. a lot of people. It was a great turnout, which, by the way, the, the date for the DMAs 2018 is May 4th. 4th. So yep. they announced it yesterday. Yeah. I was very excited. T-Money was there. You met T-Money. I finally met T-Money. Yep. So, you know, I got to mm-hmm. put, put that. That face with the team yep. with the money with so, the money yeah <laughs> so yeah he was really nice yeah so yeah, yeah we have plans for uh, me to interview him oh I know that, yeah I know that was kind of so funny he's like oh well I've been there with Denise I yeah. haven't with you so yep. I need to be so back on back. and I'm like yeah. Oh, okay yeah. and well and today you miss this Denise and Jim but or JT but she. Right away, start. She's like, "I'll do this. I'll do. I'll read that." I'll, I said, "Well, I'll, let me read something." She's like, "No, no, I could do it." I was like, well, "Do you want me to just leave?" <laughs> she goes, "Go ahead." Yeah, I was like, and I, I leave the wine." And I said, "Of course, leave the wine." Yeah, I you know. know. Why would you take the wine? So yeah, <laughs> mm, you know. Gosh, well, I'm just trying to step up. No, you know, I know. And you're be doing a, good a great co-host. job. I know you're doing a fantastic Cause job. Because I'm Hoda. No, I'm Hoda. We've already had this conversation. <laughs> we argued I'm this. Hoda. It's I'm my Hoda. show. All right. My show. <laughs> All right. Control freak. Here. So okay, so we're okay. driving home from oh, from God. the DMA, yeah, and, and Jackie's talking about something I don't remember. Jackie, I was listening, but I it was probably remember. something really important. Yeah, it probably was. Mm-hmm. So anyway, this car zooms by, and all of a sudden I go, oh, "Did you see that?" And she's like, "What?" I the license plate was like, "I'm sorry, it had I M S S R R Y or something like, and I said." That was a, a, a I'm sorry gift, and it was like a Mercedes or something. Can you believe? I that? was like, whoa! <laughs> I was like, woo! I, I like I, a, I'm sorry gift like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the license I'm sorry. plate. Here um, you go, babe. <laughs> what I was telling Nori said, now if that was my I'm sorry gift from John, he would just take buy a license plate and still put it on my piece of crap with a bow, car. with a bow. <laughs> with <a bowl. laughs> Have you ever gotten an I'm sorry gift? Um. Yeah, but yeah, not like that. It, no, not nothing like that. 
No. I, I, I'm lucky to get an I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> right. I was just going to say. Yeah. I was and say, I tease I my husband all the time. That if, if he, it's hard for him to say the I'm part. He'll go, sorry. Yeah. It's like, can you own up to that, honey? And you put the I am yeah, right. before that. Yeah. I think that's sorry. a guy thing. It is. Oh, it's yeah, a guy yeah. thing. Oh, yes. Because we're just the opposite. We sit there and say I'm sorry for everything. Even if it's not our fault. Even if it's not our fault. We just, yeah. So maybe we don't mean it. Maybe that's the bottom. Maybe we should really dig into that because we probably don't, I don't mean it. But I don't think we can. I, oh, I don't we are. So. We're going to have Mary Grace on the show in February. <gasps> we could dig in. We're going to need oh, a two-hour show with yeah, her. You're going to come back. That's a great idea. I'm coming. You know what? Yeah. I'm coming. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you are. invited me, remember? Yeah, you booked it. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. Mary Grace. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, I'm so looking forward back. to it. Right. Because I, you know, I need help. No, we all do. I think, I you know help. what? Yeah, I'll talk to Jess and see if we can do a two-hour show that yeah. day. Because I think we're going to need her two hours. I think so, I mean, too. therapy for all of us. I'm the uh-huh. only one that doesn't need it. So the rest <laughs> of you guys. Well, wait, and, you, know, <laughs> you sound like my mom. <laughs> okay. And, you know, she's got all that cool stuff going on with the app so i think aside oh yeah. I mean, yeah and her book is her book done yeah she's working on that the yeah. app thing is here well, i'm yeah, so yeah. excited to meet her i can't wait yeah You'll she's love her. Yeah. awesome yeah, anyway wait. okay anywho we have just a little trivia here before okay. we get started okay, okay. okay so what is the one thing that the top one percent of earners do have sex What'd wow. You, what'd you say? <laughs> they have sex? They have sex. Oh. A lot of sex. A lot of sex? With well, different people. Okay, so that I guess that's what they're talking about on the news. They keep coming out with a new one. So you, <laughs> yeah. you, you might be out so of something. It wasn't thing. part of this research. I think it's but, set goals. Set goals? Yeah. Anybody else? Anybody else? I'm agreeing with her. See? You're agreeing with <laughs> See? her. Yeah, based on the news, you think about yeah. it. They, you, yeah. But you're wrong. Oh, shoot. No, the top 1% earners read a, a lot of books. books. Mm. They read a book every yeah. week. Yeah. And so guess what? This ties mm-hmm. right into right into it. Right the person that's it. writing a lot of right books for people it. to read yeah, to right make them it. more money. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so it is our favorite segment right now. So we are going to get ready. This segment is designed to showcase the stories of talented and gutsy individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, and turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique, interesting, and most of all, inspiring. Back in the House is one of our favorite people, award-winning children's author, Denise Brennan Nelson. Denise is joining us today to talk about her new children's book, Good Night, Reindeer. By the way... It's her 22nd published book. Congratulations. Wow. This adorable new book is described by Publishers Weekly as a pleasing holiday bedtime story that strikes a neat balance between restfulness and rowdiness. So where and how does Denise draw all of her inspiration from? We're going to find out. Welcome back, Denise Brennan Nelson. <laughs> it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. It's so, oh my gosh, so strange. I've only been on this side of the table a couple of times. Yeah. And, so, uh, so, so, 22. 22. Published. 22. Yep. Wow. That's unbelievable. Wow. Seriously. That, that is, is absolutely that amazing. Is so, when you started out, did you ever think you would be at this 22, at this point? Did you see it going? No. Yeah. I would say no. Okay. I had a lot of ideas, as Jackie well knows, in a lot of different areas. Mm -hmm. 
um, you know, I think a lot of creativity and, and, you know, pretty good imagination. Mm-hmm. Um, and it started with Buzzy, the bumblebee, yep. but I never thought, you know, I'll, I'll keep writing mm-hmm. and publishing a book. Mm-hmm. Um, the stories have just unfolded mm-hmm. and, you know, some well, of them. You know, I always wanted to know how most, how writers, how they decide what genre they're going to do. Like, how did you go into good a question. children's book or what, mm-hmm. how, you know, why aren't you writing novels or, you know, good that question. is a good question. And I think because for me, it started with, uh, finding out that bumblebees are not supposed to be able to fly. Uh-huh. Science, you know, okay. thought their wings aeronautically, they weren't equipped to fly and all that. It just lended itself to that, mm-hmm. to telling a story about what would happen if a bumblebee found out that they shouldn't be able to fly or uh-huh. that they're not equipped to fly. So it was, um, it wasn't like I, you know, I always enjoyed reading. I always enjoyed writing, but I didn't think, oh, I want to be an author. It just, this idea came I wanted to put it out there. Mm-hmm. I wanted to say to people, what would you do if fear and doubt didn't get in your way? Mm-hmm. And, and it, in, in an odd way, some of my books, though they're in a children's picture book format, um, they have an adult message. I was just right. going to say, yeah. So I can see where that's you, why I read them. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah. They're, so, they're yeah. perfect. You yeah. Know? Um, and so that, you know, I didn't set out to, to, you know, write, but I certainly at some point thought this is what I was meant to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and when did you realize you were meant to, to do it? Like, was it after the first book? Was it after the fifth book? Like, when did it hit you that? Like, you, this is it. Yeah, this, this is, is it. Yeah. I think Where you felt very comfortable. Somewhere, mm-hmm. not the first. Okay. Definitely not after the first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's funny because I read something recently that getting a book published won't change your life. Mm-hmm. What will change your life is doing something that you love to do and putting your passion yeah. and all that's that so into true. it. Yeah. So that's right. what started to change my life. It was mm-hmm. like, I did something that people recognized that, you know, um, that had an impact. And so I, I'll bet, you know, if I really thought about it, it was probably well into my fifth or sixth book where, yeah. you know, and you've heard me say, Jackie, um, that my fa- one of my favorite quotes is find out what you love to do and get somebody to pay you for doing right. it. And <laughs> right. I think there was, a, there was a long time where I didn't know what it was mm-hmm. that I wanted to do or, yeah. or what my strengths really yeah. lend itself to, right. you know? Right. Um, so I think it was it was realizing that I had more stories that I wanted to tell. I was just going to say, so when you did the first one, you knew you had to keep going. You knew you had to do another. And you know, they, so. you know, and again, Jackie and I have talked a lot about this. This mm-hmm. is what the show is mm-hmm. about. It's about connecting the dots. Mm-hmm. So before I wrote my first book, I was doing presentations, uh, adult presentations right. in morale and customer right. service mm-hmm. and creativity. Right. And then the books came along and they helped me. Right. I, I was writing for children, but uh-huh. also using those same books yeah. to get my message across Crossing. to the adults. Mm-hmm. So right. it, it sort of just melded together. And, um, I, I, you know, I had to put the, the workshops aside for a while and focus on the writing. And mm-hmm. then I found that I had to go back to the workshops and, and keep like that. one so it all intertwined. Yeah. Right. You know what's yeah. interesting when you say connect the dots? Um, first of all, did you guys ever see the Steve? Jobs commencement speech on connecting the dots that no. he did. No. You have to look it up on YouTube. Okay. It's one of the best commencement speeches, but he talks about 
That's where it came from. Mm-hmm. Was that speech? Oh, you have to watch I it. I will. It's so good. But speaking of connecting the dots, you know, you know, Denise and I. You you knew Denise when she was a director. I think I did. you guys. Yeah. Um, the very first time that we worked together, and I left, she wrote my uh, going away poem for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still have that. Oh, it was fantastic. No, it was. Wait till I die. It's <laughs> worth a lot of money. It was a beautiful. So, so, okay. So, where did you come up with the inspiration to write the going away poem? So well, just, my like, mom and dad, uh-huh. I mean, my dad read poetry to us oh. growing up a lot. Oh, I still have nice. the poetry book that. Okay. And, um, and I, I, I credit them a lot with, with mm-hmm. love of words, love of etymology of words, um, poetry for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom loved to write poetry. Poetry, um, and oh, was okay. very artsy in her own sense. So you know, it, you 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 take those things mm-hmm. from your childhood, and you see later on how they present themselves in your adult life. And and I, so I give them both credit for that. And um, you know, some of my books rhyme. I would not call myself a poet by any means, but I certainly mm-hmm. like to do the sing songy rhyming kind of gotcha. jingle. Like I'd love to do commercials, <laughs> but, you know, with the jingle. I was just what say, I was yes. thinking of was. When I think of your very, at least when I first realized, you know, I mean, I remember when you were reading that in front of like 25 people or something like that, the poem was so cute Mm -hmm. and it was just so creative. And that was, I don't know how many years before you started actually writing books, which, you know, going all the way back, I wonder how many other times you wrote stuff like that that you never realized. And, and, you know, I have a file at home that I've, you know, put things in there that I wrote. and um, That's what I want to ask you about. So, mm -hmm. okay, because the last time you were here sitting on that side was for (laughs) Millie and the Moon. Oh, that's right. Yes. Um, Which was another beautiful book. Um, how many did you release this past year? Well, so I have 22 published books. Yeah. Um, 21 of them were published by a traditional publishing company. Right. Only Millie and the Moon have I self-published. Right. Um, oh. So, But that was to, that was earlier this year, right? Wasn't it? I lose track. Of I it. thought it was like February or something. No, it was last oh, year. Oh, it was oh, last year. Oh, it was last year? I bought it for oh. my friends. Newborn. About, a, about a <laughs> okay. y- one a I'm year. Losing. Ish. Oh, it is uh-huh. one a year. I would say roughly. It seems there's... like you just keep coming out with them every time I turn around. It's like, how do you do that? Well, and you know, the process is longer than people realize. Mm-hmm. So, so take I us have through the process. Yeah, slotted for 2019. Wow. wow. I have a. So how do you? Okay, so let's go. Let's talk about this one. Good night, reindeer. First of all, it's mm-hmm. absolutely adorable. And one of the things that I really like about I love this the too, illustration. illustrations, but mm-hmm. also how simple it is. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just so simple and soothing and like a comfort type of book. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so when did you come up with this idea? Because the timing obviously is perfect timing to have it released. So about, it's probably, it was about two years ago. Oh, really? That's how long, you know, that first conversation starts with, oh, what about, you know, a, mm-hmm. a holiday book? Because I don't okay. have a holiday book. Okay. Which um, is a, is a kind of a good thing for an author. Really. Right. Uh, you know, once you're established to have a holiday book. And right. it's amazing because, um, you know, it's such a short selling time. Mm-hmm. Right. And, right. And I see that the first printing came out and it sold out in like less than wow. a month. Wow. That's great. No which kidding. is, which is wonderful. Yeah. But on the That's flip awesome. side, comes January, it won't be selling any. That's so right. yeah. sold them all. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, no they, no they, complaining. They did another printing. But yeah. so it starts off, obviously, with that little seed of an idea and, okay, well, 
holiday book, what would be cute, what would, you know, and with any story, it starts with the idea and then it it can take anywhere from six months to two years, I mean, sometimes longer to actually write it. You know, I recently read that Dr. Seuss, for every page that was published, he had a thousand pages of writing. Wow. And though that could be an exaggeration, I'm sure it is for many. It, there's a lot of truth in that. Yeah. And I don't think people realize yeah. that. You might know. Right, no, right, they right. don't really. Yeah. Even the I never realized that. Yeah. Right. So it takes a long time to get it. Then I submit it to the publishing company. Mm-hmm. They yay or nay it. Um, right. If they like it, sometimes they'll say, yeah, work on it, or I might get a contract fairly soon. Yeah. And then it goes, you know, we work out the contract and then it goes back to them and they find the illustrator. Oh, okay. So this yeah. is a traditional publishing right. company that I work with in right. that. Um, you know, people think, what do you mean you don't get to pick the illustrator? You don't get to tell the illustrator what to do. They select the illustrator. They work with the illustrator. Mm-hmm. Well, so um, let me ask you, not to interrupt. No, but go ahead. This is part of the, the process. When you, when you wrote the manuscript and you came up with the idea, did you have an idea in your mind of what you wanted the characters to look like? In this case, I did. Not did? always okay. true. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. one of the things I had in the manuscript, they allow an author a very limited amount of what they call author's intention or illustrator's notes. Okay. And so I imagined it was important because there's so few words in this book that the illustrations had to bring about the personality of each reindeer. Right. Okay. And so I suggested that they all have their own bedroom oh. and Santa Claus is saying goodnight to each of them. Uh-huh. And that's how yeah. the pages unfold mm-hmm. along with some of the other things like the bells and the elves and you know yeah. things like mm-hmm. that. Um, Marco Bucci, the illustrator, did a phenomenal yeah, he did. job. It's, it's absolutely and just really beautiful. beautiful. And my words would be nothing I don't, I feel without what he did. And, you know, it's, it's so, such a cute little story, but Rebecca, when she first saw the book, well, before it was even published, but it was put together and I often, you know, they'll send me the proof sheets, mm-hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm. And she looked at it and the illustrations were there, of course. And she said, she's going through it and she was oohing and on. She says, mom, I would buy this book without any words in it. Wow. And I said, nice. honey, I'm the author. You yeah. can't do <laughs> <laughs> No kidding. Now, is he from Michigan? No, he lives in Europe. Oh. He lives in Europe? Yes. So did you guys Skype at all? No, or no? no. I have no. no conversation or dialogue with the illustrator whatsoever. Really? Oh. Only in the case where it's somebody like Mike Monroe. Yeah, who where, you've worked with and quite we live, a bit. Yeah. yeah. So, well, have you have you ever had anybody illustrate and you really like the first thing they came up with and you're like, eh. Right. Well, yeah. I don't get necessary to see the first thing that... Oh, that, okay. Because it's there's an art... And this oh. is something people need to know. Oh, okay. If you are... A control freak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a terrible word. But if you want to be in control mm-hmm. of the entire process, yeah. working with a traditional publishing company probably won't work for you. Okay. Right. You have to be able to let go. Right. You have to be able to understand that the publishing company is investing the money and the time right. and, and they're established and they have contacts and mm-hmm. a marketing and a publicist right. and an art team and all of that. Right. They take your story, mm-hmm. they take it and they work with the illustrator to, you know, to make bring sure, it to life. To yeah. bring it to life. Well, I yeah. heard you say that you you self published. Um, I did. The other now I, now one why book. did you do that? Why, well, what? the the publishing company that I work with mm-hmm. um, had already done a similar story, um, okay. and they didn't want to have a conflict of interest gotcha, with the right. author of that book. Okay, understandable. And it was interesting because I hadn't read the book at the time that this other author had written, mm-hmm. and there were a lot of similarities. Oh, okay. Um, and with their blessing, I said I'd like to self 
publish this. Mm-hmm. I did it with Mike Monroe. He knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it was a, it was a, it's a lot different. Okay. Um, did there's you pros ever, and cons. What did you ever think that once they told you that it might be a conflict with some, with the, uh, another book for did, them, for them, did you ever think about like scrapping that book? Yes. Oh, or yes. It, oh, okay. Absolutely. I wondered. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I submitted a grandma story recently that though the body of it is very different. They have another grandma's book that, again, there's a little bit of that. Okay. Mm. So they kind of would like to possibly wait. Like if uh-huh, you wait uh-huh. a few more years. Uh-huh. Yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. You know, that dies down. Well, and, well, I'm glad you did. I'm glad you went ahead and self-published. And again, it's, it's very different. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's so many pros to having a publishing company that, that invests the money. Um, you don't make as money, as mm-hmm. much money per book, mm-hmm. but you don't have the headache of working with the illustrator right. or, right. and coordinating or the graphic and, designer yeah. or marketing mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, right. you know what? You can have a great, great yeah. book, great, great story, great illustrations, great product, mm-hmm. but you have to sell it. Right? I agree. Yeah, I was yeah. going to ask you about that. The, Isn't yeah. that the the main thing the about because yeah. w- even with books, it's kind of like CDs. I mean, we've had this conversation. I know CDs are they don't <laughs> exist anymore, but back in the day when we had back CDs, yeah, it absolutely. was it was the same thing. It was really you made your money going on tour and doing everything else. It wasn't really necessarily mm-hmm. off the CD that mm-hmm. you and and books. From everything I've read as well, is books when you write them. It, you know, if they're good, they they launch other things for you. You know, it yes. connects it connects other businesses and everything else, and that's why more and more people are doing that mm-hmm. now, especially business people. So, take us through if you want to write a book. What? How mm-hmm. do you? Where do you start? Because oh, so many people want to do that. They have an idea, um, or. Or like you just said, it does catapult you into other areas, right? Um, whether it's speaking yeah. engagements or school visits, in my right. case, um, and you know, it's you have to work at that part of it. We'll get to that. Um, I think that there's so many things that people can do. Um, first of all, you have to write what you know and mm-hmm. what you're passionate about. Don't try to have a voice Don't that's try not yours. Don't try to fake it. You know, I've learned over time because I do have a lot of messages messages in my books or a message per book, let's say. Yeah. I have to be careful of that. I have to, you know, give kids a lot of credit. They know more and catch more than you realize. Mm-hmm. And that I I have pulled back a little bit in the messages. Um, I don't have to be so heavy handed with them as I maybe mm-hmm. I was with Buzzy. It was mm-hmm. very out there. Believe in yourself mm-hmm. and your dreams and all that. Um, but you can have a message and not be so heavy handed. Do your homework. You know, I think the best advice that I ever got was show up. I like Bob saying, we, I think we said this before the show started yeah. about Bob saying, well, you know, why don't you take a week off and, uh, you know, <laughs> put it aside. Uh-huh. There is merit in putting something aside, whether mm-hmm. it's a song or any kind of dream or goal or, or a, an idea, a book, because when you pull it back out, you can see things and hear things and appreciate things because so you're looking at it differently. Is, so are, you're saying, in, in other words, to get some clarity. Like, you get some clarity when you put it aside. However, mm-hmm. you also have to make time to, to, to write it. it. Yeah. People want this 
They just want it to happen. Right. You know, when I talk to kids, I talk about sports all the time and I say, how many of you play sports? Because the majority do. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I ask them, how many of you practice? Well, they all do. Mm-hmm. Is practice your favorite part? No. no. But do you want to show up at the game? <laughs> and win. And not, right? And yeah. not know the plays or not having practiced mm-hmm. or not, you know, having mm-hmm. uh, your, your physical right. body ready for the game or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And that's the best way I can put it that you have to, show up at your computer or your notebook to practice. Right. Okay. And I, right. it kills me right. sometimes. I can, I, the other day, I, I'm working on this story and I spent like four hours and had a paragraph. I mean, it sounds mm-hmm. crazy. Is it because of distractions? Or? No, it's because oh. it's your block. Is it, it what they call it writer's, is it writer's block? It's not even it? writer's block. It's, 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 it's just figuring out. And, and here's the thing about a children's picture book is that you, you know, the I often overwrite, mm-hmm. which is okay. Mm-hmm. I dump a lot. Then I have to go back and say that makes that doesn't make the the story any better. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make my characters any stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, so why is that in there? Cut it out. Cut mm-hmm. it out. Cut it out. Mm-hmm. And then I might walk away and come back and I look at it and I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> you know, it's it was just a, time. <laughs> it's a constant. You know, mm-hmm. like you know, like like I said about uh, Dr. Seuss, mm-hmm. you write yeah. one page, but you had a thousand practice pages before right. you get before that you got one the, very right. good yeah. thing. And that's not always true. Sometimes it comes, um, it comes, you know, easier. Or, or and and sometimes I think, wow, why did I struggle so much yesterday and today? It just like it's flowing. It comes mm-hmm. out of yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you do to keep it, the flow going? Um, talk to people. Read. Read. I was just going to ask you: do, do you read a lot of children's books, or do you just read everything yeah. and okay. anything? What are you reading right now? Well, funny, I just finished reading "Eat, Pray, Love," which I know oh. is—it's been over ten years, and everybody yeah. read it. I never saw I the movie, and no, I, I haven't read it either. I absolutely yeah. loved it. Mm-hmm. I it, hear it's a really good. Who, book. Who's the author? Of that? Elizabeth Gilbert. Oh yeah, yeah. And she also mm-hmm. has a book out that I want to get called something magic. Um, I was doing a presentation I know the what other you, day, what you're talking about yeah, and somebody said, yeah. What I was saying, they thought related to that, and they said, "Okay, you should read that." Um, I'm also reading "World Without Mind," which is a book about technology and what it's doing to our minds. But that's really? not really inspiring me as Ooh. much as it's scaring the. Sh- I was just going to say that's deep. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it scary. Probably. It's very deep. Yeah. Um, but you know, a little side note. Um, you know, the uh, Sean Parker, the ex Facebook president, mm. has come out and said they knew what they were doing. They were doing it to get people addicted, mm. to consume their minds. I mean, there's a lot of top people in these uh, technological businesses that are now saying, whoa, if we could go back and do things differently, we would. Wow. Mm. Uh, but that's a whole other yeah. yeah, That book it would be a great book to do a book. Oh, book uh, review. Book type. review, book Book club. discussion. Mm-hmm. Discussion, because it's, it's pretty deep. Oh, yeah. We, we'll have, wow. that's, that does sound interesting. But um, anyway, let's But kids' yeah, books and, and websites mm-hmm. and... Um, I mean, anything and everything, because I used to be afraid to go in um, and read and look at all the other children's books. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes it still is very daunting mm-hmm. because it's like, oh, that's so amazing. And that's what I and I'll thinking. never write like that. Right. Yeah. But I, I don't the feel comparing. that. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't feel that way anymore. It's that's more good. inspirational and yeah. it's more, you know, it just gives you ideas of, of and the simplicity. And yeah. you brought that up, Jackie, about Goodnight Reindeer, you know. If you're if you're writing a children's book and it's a thousand words, you're probably t- it's probably too long. Yeah, mm-hmm. you really need to and even make it simple. Eight hundred, you know, four to eight hundred mm-hmm. words, depending on the age group. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 
again, there's so many things to do and not to do. I think going back to what I said about doing your homework and knowing, you know, what publishing companies are looking for, mm-hmm. um, what a traditional company, uh, publishing company is versus self-publishing or a mm-hmm. subsidiary publishing. And what they publish, the genres that they publish. Right. Don't waste your time if mm-hmm. it's not. Right. If it's right. not within. And, and, right. and then I think the other crucial thing is if you want to go traditional, uh, find a traditional publishing company, it is doing your homework and knowing what they publish. So mm-hmm. find the publishing company that publishes the type of story that you have. Well, do do you have all your books? Are they all targeting the same age group? Pretty or do much. You kinda, okay. I have some that are for, you know, like have a couple board books mm-hmm. that are younger. Mm-hmm. Um, but and some that go up to maybe 10 years old. But somewhere in that four okay. to ten, yeah. You know, yeah. and I think it's interesting too because uh, you said a couple times of research. So it, there's a lot more involved as far as like, for example, when you wrote Buzzy. Like I know you do a lot of research with your books. Um, the the Mermaid, book. Tallulah. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. because here's the thing. Oh, and I I'm working on a book now, and I'm doing a lot of research because even though. I'm not going to put that all in the story. It has to make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, well, would could this happen? Would this happen? I was at an event this past Saturday and I met these, you know, a few families and and this takes place in Lake Michigan. So I I was working on um you know, and, and there's some boats involved. And mm-hmm. so having to understand, I mean, you you mm-hmm. can suspend disbelief and you can, you know, it is fiction. Mhm. But there has to be that underlying yeah. thread of, Truth. of yeah. people going, well, that, you know, that yeah. would never happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, right. And Bob's so good at that because he's so practical and <laughs> yeah. everything has to make sense. It's like, honey. John's like that. It doesn't all have to make perfect sense. Uh-huh. Right. Um, right. You know. So what you do is even you have the facts behind you. Right. But you that that's not part of the story, not necessarily, but, right? Right. And I want to know my character. at least not not on the outside layer, not on the top layer, but underneath, right. maybe, right? Yeah. And and you know something else we try to teach kids is that you know character building a character is so important and making sure that she can relate to the kids and and that can be hard to do, especially yeah. as I've gotten older, my kids are old and I don't have any grandkids yet. <laughs> Darn it. Yeah. Rebecca. She's in Florida. Making grandkids know. <laughs> Hopefully not, because I think there's a lot right, of alcohol right. involved in this situation. But, um, but knowing your characters and you know, we 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 joke that even though you wouldn't ever put it in a story, or in my stories anyway, you know, you want to know things like when's their birthday mm-hmm. and I, I, you know, what's under their bed or yeah. I mean, just weird things like that <laughs> yeah. to help you know them. Mm-hmm. Of course, you also to make to, them real. To I make think them real. That's probably why your books are relatable like that. Yeah. Is you I'm, know the backstory, but I'm still learning so much. Like, I feel like I still. I was reading a, a, some advice the other day and I was like, gosh, I wish I could go back to school and learn what kids are learning now because I think kids are learning. Just get on your phone. That's all you got to do. Yep, but they're learning so much up. more about oh. the actual writing process. Oh, I, I see. think than, yeah. than, than I did in yeah. school. Well, they're learning or maybe more I about everything, attention. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. everything. More than you think. Yeah, more than that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. So what, how many manuscripts do you think you've started? You know, you've been on the show here when we've interviewed a lot of songwriters yeah. and they start songs and they put it aside and they go on to another one. How many manuscripts do you think you have oh, sitting boy. at home that are not finished? Oh, boy. 
and and I'll look at you know I have a file yeah it's pretty big and yeah. I'll look sometimes through it because I might have thought of it five years ago and set it aside but then wow it so you don't throw anything away you no maybe a few there's a few yeah there's some that I thought like I had one about roots <laughs> like root, roots 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 like coming the, out of the ground the hair color <laughs> well or roots of the family all of that okay oh. and that. And, and I thought it was pretty fascinating. But then as you, you know, you go on, you understand. I mean, when you, when a publishing company picks a book, it's up against like, you know, t- in any given yeah. season, 5,000 other books, let's right. say. I mean, right. that's just an estimate. Right. So you, you gotta, you gotta go into bookstores and you gotta look around and say, well, my book sit on the shelf. On one hand, you want it mm-hmm. to stand out and be mm-hmm. different and unique and mm-hmm. better than everybody else's. On the other hand, you've you've got to write books that people are buying and mm-hmm. you know, so it's yeah. it's kind of a funny dance. You know, the other thing I think people have to understand is it's a business, you know? Right. And that right. publishing companies need to make money. So if they're investing fifty to to seventy five thousand dollars to get a book, you know, from the author to the illustrator, through the marketing, all of that, um, you know, it's gotta make money. It's yeah. got to make the money back, and then it's got to hopefully make some money. There are 130 million books <gasps> in the world. Wow. 130 wow. million books. Wow. Not not children's books. Yeah, but total books. Yeah. Books in the world. That's wow. crazy. Yeah, it 130 crazy. million books. Oof. And so many what? good ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, <sighs> you're right. There are. So do you think sometimes going into a bookstore, though, can also um, – Make you a little insecure. And, oh, it and, oh for sure. Mm-hmm. In maybe, the beginning, like mm-hmm. I can remember that when was I, my question too. Oh yeah, yeah, huge. And I'm sure it's how musicians feel when you you know you see somebody and mm-hmm. you think, oh no. I used to go into the bookstore before Bub- Buzzy was published, and I think I'd have two completely different reactions. I would either go in and pick up a bunch of books and think, well, my book's better than this, <laughs> <laughs> or. That happened a couple times. <laughs> or uh, the exact opposite. Uh-huh. Yeah. Seriously. Uh-huh. It was like I would go from one extreme to the next. I'm never going to get my book published. Yeah. I don't know. So if- how do you get past that part then? Like, do you think that first-time authors should go into a bookstore and look around or should they? Yes. Or you absolutely. Really do? Yes, I do. So how do you get past I do. that then? If you, don't, if you don't know what's out there, if you're not reading, if you aren't you know, mm-hmm. actively listening to what kill, what children want and understand who you're writing for and, and all of that, I don't think you'll have something that a publishing company, you know. Would want. Yeah. yeah. I think you do need to go mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. And it's not easy, yeah. but it would be like not listening to anybody else's music if you were a musician and you mm-hmm. have to. Right. Right. You know. That's true. And like you said earlier, maybe not compare yourself to, right? But or if you're a basketball player, mm-hmm. you've got to watch other basketball games, right? Mm-hmm. Right. You need and to know your yeah, competition. You, you know, yeah. you need to know Absolutely. your competition. And right. So I think that, right. yeah, I think you definitely need to do that. But and I, we tell kids this. Authors tell kids this all the time. The best way to be a good writer is to be a reader. Yes. Yeah. And you know, I sometimes go, I have, I uh, have too long. I don't read a book every week and then I'll pick up books and I'll start reading. And then I, I just want to keep reading yeah. because mm-hmm. I'm so Into inspired mm-hmm. by how yeah. they can reach me. And, right. um, so I, I just think that, you know, do your homework, write what you know about, um, you know, know why you want to write or, you know, you don't have to write to be published. You mm-hmm. can write right. for your own self, for mm-hmm. your family, exactly. for your friends. Mm-hmm. Right. 
I think having people read out loud to you what you've written is huge once you've gotten to that point because you mm. can hear things that don't sound like you wrote them. You, right. you know, you right, think, right. What, the, yeah. what again, what so, the hell is that? <laughs> so so do you do that all the time now? Now I have you, people read you my just, stuff to okay. me all the time. Mm-hmm. I have to. Um and I'll read it too. I mean I drive Bob crazy. So you don't you don't feel like oh, okay, I've arrived, I don't have to do that anymore. Oh, you still, oh no. Yeah. Uh, exa- That's good. Completely opposite. Yeah. If anything if anything, it gets harder mm-hmm. because I well, your standards are yes. high. Everybody mm-hmm. else's standards are and higher I didn't for you know too, back right? Then. Yeah. I wrote this yeah. this story about yeah, right. a bumblebee who right. loves to fly, you know? And, right. and the whole reason I didn't give up on that story is because it was about not giving up. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Like, yeah how yeah. can I do that? Yeah. So, but but I, I didn't know. And even now when I read that story, I mean, there's things in it I would do different. Mm-hmm. I, I know more now. Yeah. I'm sure that, yeah. I, I was going to ask you if you go back and say, yeah, maybe I wouldn't have. Yeah, but no, it's I mean, out there now, but it's out there and so, there's things I change. I was I was, you know, thinking about, um, you know, you coming on the show and, and what kind of questions I really wanted to ask you. But I'm going through Facebook and I pull up this children's book and the book was. Um, Do you want to play with my balls? What? <laughs> that was the name what of the What site book. are you looking at? It's on Facebook. And I'm like, the, seriously? the question is, the people, wait, the people are saying, I'm is inspired. this an actual children's book? So it, it looks like a children's it book. It does. You just and pulled it like, up and it looks like a real children's I know. Seriously? Seriously, it's a children's book. Uh, well, and he t- goes, Denise, you didn't write that one, he, did you? He goes, <laughs> one of the things is, um, I'll carry your ball sack for you. Okay, and I'm like, a, wait a minute! Is oh it, my god, look at the pictures it's right on, there. It's a children's book, okay. seriously. Well, so, and I'm like, have you gone? That's my question. Have you gone into the store? You know, when you're looking at book, and you pull up a book, and you're like, is this really a children's book? <laughs> you know, or you you start look just like you said, you do your research and stuff, and you're writing all these pages, and you're like, okay, that's I'm not going to use that, and I'm not going to use that. How in the heck did they? Think. I'd like to know how many copies it sold, <laughs> and was it written with that intention, or was it written or and it, it was? Or I wonder if it's funny. getting bad publicity, and maybe that's why it's on. The, you know what I mean? Maybe. Like, like people yeah. are making fun of. Yeah, I mean, Walter so, the farting so, dog is like a yeah. So right, right. <laughs> see, that, that's what I'm saying. Have you 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 go into the store and you look at a book and you're like, really, kid? You want to buy this for your kid? That's what I'm yeah. saying. Have you oh, sure found books yeah. like? Oh yeah. Wow, okay. People have probably thought that about my books too. I'm, you know, um, yeah. I think that's the other thing. It's like a lot of things. It's it almost gets more humbling as time goes on. It's uh-huh. like okay, well, and and wanting to do better. And and I I feel like I'm still learning. And I I think I'm getting better. I think it takes me longer to write a story because I am more aware mm-hmm. now of. Mm-hmm what I can do and what the possibilities are and that less is more. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to just write words and not really think about, you know, how important it was, not, you know, if I could take one word for two, mm-hmm. that was better, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, just not using too many fluffy words, you know, just getting to the point. And, and again, thinking about the the child I'm writing for. I love hanging out with kids you know, if I do school visits or I'm going to, to sit with a bunch of kindergartners in January just to be around kids because I don't have that luxury mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and because they're so funny. Yeah. And yes, they are. <laughs> you know, so that provides inspiration. Too. Inspiration. Yeah. And things. it reminds me, yeah. oh my gosh, right. I'm writing for kids right. ultimately. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and here's the thing. I mean, you, you have 22 books behind you. So you have plenty. You're an expert. Yeah. You well, are an expert. I think like so. you, you don't want to say, but yeah, you are I an expert. So. Yes. And, you know, that leads to confidence. So. You're, yeah. at, you're at a good place right now. I heard Blake Shelton say recently that and it was weird because I thought that's kind of how I feel. Like he was talking about how when he didn't know better, he was more confident in a way. And now there's that feeling of, oh, wow, mm-hmm. you know, I it could change any day, mm. you know, so there's a little bit well, of Well, there's the, the whole, you know, ignorance is bliss. Yeah, right. right. I mean, when, when you <laughs> right. don't know, you don't know. Yeah. Sometimes that's a good place to be. But yeah. um, then I think what happens is you go through that cycle where you, you start knowing. So then you, you're you less confident because then you're nervous and you're th- and then all of a sudden you get past that hump mm-hmm. and you're at a good mm-hmm. place. That's where I think you are. There's I just do too. so I do many too. great authors and great books out there. But and you're one of them. You well, are. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. That's why that. you're here on the yeah. new show. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you it's kept going. You, didn't, you did yeah, that you first didn't book stop. and you kept going. Right. You kept going. Well, one of the things going. that I that I know about you from the past is you, you would always talk about um, – you know, we lose our creativity as we get older. You know, everybody has is creative as a child. And then, you know, life takes over and how you're raised and all the mm-hmm. other influences and school and peer pressure. And all of a sudden that creativity is buried. So do you think that everybody is creative? Absolutely. Absolutely. So how do people, because I hear it all the time. I hear people say all the time, I wish I was a little more creative or I wish I was a creative person. And I agree with you. It's a myth. You are a creative person. Mm-hmm. But how do they unbury that yeah. to find what it is that they're passionate about? That's a great question. I do think everybody's creative. I think that um, our idea of what creativity is is a little skewed. What is it? Skewed? Mm-hmm. Is that the right yeah. word? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you think about the word create, mm-hmm. we create our own lives, you know, right. I mean, the lives that we're living, um, you know, people will say, oh, I'm not creative or I'm not imaginative. And I'll say, do you cook? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love to cook. Mm-hmm. And, you know, cooking is a creative process. It is. Right. Do you garden? Yeah, I garden. Mm-hmm. I mean, woodworking. And it's not even that, you know, because that even makes it sound like it's something artsy. Mm-hmm. It's more there's there's parents that are creative in the way they discipline their children. There's creative acts being done all the time that we don't even acknowledge as creative because we think of it more as almost like play, uh, if yeah. you will. Yeah. Um, and we all have imaginations. And, you know, so yes, really what you're saying is everybody's creative every day in something. I think they so. just have a different definition or yes. don't understand or the real definition. Or they don't realize even being creative. Exactly. Yes. I mean, exactly. bosses and man. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you guys, I mean, what you do here, it, there's so many different ways to create. And I think, right. you know, we, we, we look on Pinterest, let's just throw that out there. And people think, oh, look at all these great ideas. Mm-hmm. I don't come up with any of those. Yeah. But I would beg to differ. Um, And again, I think it it shows itself in different ways. Um, I agree. You know, my husband would probably say, you know, he's not very creative, but he, he really is. Yeah. Um, I mean, the things that he can do and fix and and the ways he can come about finding to right. fix them to even, fix right. that's creative. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Um, right. I think it's more the way we look at it right. than anything else. Interesting, because I do have a lot of thoughts on imagination and creativity, and I talk about imagination to children a lot. And a while back, I was talking about imagination, and you know, I give kids different examples of what it is and why it is. And I had a, a, a girl in the front row, kindergartner, say, my imagination is broken. Aww. I know. That's what I said. I go, oh, well, we have to do something. Mm-hmm. We have to fix it. And that led to an idea, and I... I have submitted a story about a little girl whose imagination is broken mm-hmm. and what we have to do to fix it. Oh, and that it, sounds amazing. I know. When she said it, Seriously. I was like, that's a good That's title like a for book, book that should be in therapy for adults. Yeah. Well, and it's, and Seriously. It, it, it is pretty basic about what they have to do to fix it. Well, well, and what's interesting great. is before I wrote it, I would say to kids, well, what would you do? If you had an a broke, had a broken imagination, this was in other groups yeah. that mm-hmm. they hadn't heard this little girl say it. Wow. You know, I would tell them about her and yeah. and but she her eyes were so big and she was serious. Mm-hmm. Like I wonder where she got that from. Well, somebody else said that. Did did mm-hmm. she hear her parents say that right. or? Right. I don't think so. I think that's the thing about being around kids. Mm-hmm. They say stuff. That like was this her and, explanation. About, yeah, yeah, that's the title of the book. My yeah. imagination is. Broken. I was good. when that you said it. I said so that's a good, good. title for a book. I, I, <laughs> what I thought. Like yeah. That. You know, people say, "Where do ideas come from?" And it's like, "Wow, just." Listen, and they're, yeah. they're, they're out all there. over the place. Yeah. Little, wow. little you know, yeah. six-year-olds will give you tons of ideas if you listen and jot them down. And but fixing an imagination, at least in this story, is really just plain. And mm-hmm. there's there's just numerous studies about. Not only do we not give our children enough time to play, unscheduled, unsupervised, right? Um, and and I, I love sports. You know, my kids played sports and all. That's great. But they need unsupervised time to right. play. But we also need that as right. well. Mm-hmm. Right. And right. if we don't find time to do things that bring us joy, we're not going to, you right. know, tap into the creativity and the imagination that's in us. There's a lot of great books. One of my favorite books is called The Artist Way or An Artist Way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Julia Cameron, I think, yep. is her name. And mm-hmm. she talks about art is not an act of the uh, intellect. It's an act of the soul. And we all have that. We're mm-hmm. all soulful so, people. but. Mm-hmm. What what do you do when you do a presentation? What do you say when they say, you know, I don't have time to play. I don't have time to. Again, I think we think of play as um, something that just think of the word play. You right. think of playing. You right. think of it as being not important. Right. So I recently did a presentation and I've I use this all the time because I had I had heard a long time ago about. Well, let me let me start over. If I asked everybody in the room to to write about the things that were the most important to you. Mm-hmm. And we don't have time to do it. But if I said, tell me what you wrote, what would be on all of your list would be what ends up being the six F's. So family, friends, finance, fitness, faith, and fun. Right. It's an easy way to remember them because they all start with F. Mm -hmm. Well, fun is in essence play, right? Mm -hmm. When I ask people, what's the most, what's on your calendar the most they will say the finance part, the work part, our jobs are already right. scheduled. We mm-hmm. That's right. taken care of. Right. What's on there the least? The it's fun. usually the fun part mm-hmm. or the play part. Mm-hmm. And yet all of those things are important, you know, right. and, and we have to make room for them on our calendars. It's not just, well, I don't have time for play. I and mean, we have to find a way to do it. Right. Like even what you do here. Right. You incorporate friends. Mm-hmm. Right. Finance, right? You know, um, 
play. Faith that, that there's not going to be any dead air, right? <laughs> Which, thanks to me, there yeah. would not be any dead air. But I just, I, I, you know, and I can't even articulate it as well as I yeah. wish I could because I still feel like I'm um, on this journey myself to figure out how I can take this you know, and the connect journey, more the dots. The journey yeah. never ends, though. No, I mean you're always right. you're always going to be on the journey. Everybody, if you're right. if you're looking to progress and not digress, you mm-hmm. will always be, be on a journey, journey, and you'll never get there. Right. Yeah, and right. you don't want to get there because mm-hmm. then you're it's dead. Over. You're right. done. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. I. It's interesting. We had a guest last week, a phenomenal mm. singer. And yeah, she really writes nice blogs thing. on her website, and they're very, very good. Maggie Coco. Uh, mm. They're very transparent. And um, one of her blogs was all about um, being content, which I don't understand what content is. So we had a bit of a discussion and just kind of, um, you know, hitchhiking on what you're saying. When we have Mary Grace on, it one of the subjects I want to talk about is happiness. Like, what is that? Mm-hmm. You know, what is fun? What is play? What What is all that stuff? Right. Like, I mean, to me, it's all about progressing. Life, you just you you keep. If you don't progress, you digress. There's no such thing as contentment. I don't think there was an interesting know. National Geographic um, that the about cover. Happiness. Yeah, I have it. Yeah, I want to so, bring that for Mary Grace. So so do it. I. I loved that article and the countries. Yeah, oh, Sweden, I um, there Japan. Were, I think was one of them. Was uh, it uh, Singapore? Oh, I think Singapore. it was. Okay. Uh, but I found that that very interesting, and I th- mm-hmm. I agree. I think that whole all those subjects are intriguing and you know um, worth pursuing and and thinking about. But I think that you know, especially for our children, to have time to um, come up with ideas of their own, to create their own ideas of what fun is. Just but to- I, and I think it's difficult though if the parents don't live that way. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, how do you teach the kids? If, you know, like, for example, you, you're around kids and you're doing presentations. How do you teach those kids that they don't have a broken imagination when they go home and they live and in they, an environment and, where, where their imagination right. is broken? Yeah. 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 My sister um, was running a day camp last summer and the, and I don't know if I can tell this, do this just, this story justice, but the, a lot of the kids showed up with parents and these are top achieving, high, mm-hmm. you know, and she she had all these different things set up for them to play. And she's like, go play. And they didn't know what to do. What to, yeah. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Were now they by, looking for their phones? By <laughs> the end of the or week. tablets. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, that's another thing. But by mm-hmm. the end of the week, she was so enlightened and she, she was able to. Wow. And the parents wanted to sign them up for another week because she was able to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's that wanting to structure everything. We want to structure right. everything. Everything's got every minute of every mm-hmm. day got to planned. It has to be planned. It has mm-hmm. to be busy. Well, you know, I was I was saying to somebody the other day, like, you know, drive through the neighborhoods and you never see especially in, in oh in the yeah summer, you don't see kids you outside. never see kids outside. no you know you don't see them riding nope. bikes Mm-mm. you don't see any of that anymore and yeah. it's so weird because we yeah. i mean we cried when we had to go in the house right? oh it was yeah like yep you you knew right. i mean the yep. whole neighborhood yeah. everybody was outside yeah. now no you know it's like and the kids are like there's nothing to do and it's like go outside and play and they yeah. look at you like, like what? what right i had <laughs> my nephews over yeah. though recently and they they said 
can we go outside and play? Now, mm-hmm. Bob had built a playhouse years ago. That's back there. And there's a tree swing. And he's got these planks that go over this ravine. And, oh, cool. and I watched that. I mean, for 45 minutes, they played like mm-hmm. no other. And it, and it felt so good. Yeah. And one last thing that somebody just sent me that I think is worth, you know, putting these things out there. Um, it used to be, they say, with no screen time for a child two years until they're two years old. Mm-hmm. Now they're strongly saying five. Do not let your child have any screen time oh, wow. until they're five years wow. old. Well, you see really? them out in the mall and everywhere and they wow. all have their little tablets. They start crying, they give them a tablet. Yeah. They, they, you know, yeah. so yeah, it's so messing with their, messing that was with their brains. That was the reason for Pokemon wow. Go and get yeah. kids out. That was the reason for um, it, too. Okay, we, we unfortunately... We are not out of time. I'm sorry. <laughs> Denise, I'm so sorry. We're I out of time. Whole, I have about 20 uh, more things. I know. The whole afternoon on you, Denise. Real quick. All right, so just recap. Thanks, JT. Recap real quick. Okay. What what do you think are the, the most important tips to give somebody who wants to pursue writing? Write it. Just write, write it. it. Start. You know, just quit thinking it. about it. Good. You know, it's it's yeah. Nike. Just do Nike. it. Nike. I was just going to say Seriously, people, yep. people will will say to me, oh, how can I get my book published? It's like, do you have an idea? Mm-hmm. Well, no, but I, yeah. I have a few. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or. Yeah. Well, it's you know what? You're, you're right. It's like musicians that, you know, they get signed and they think the world's going to change. It's like, no, you, you have to change mm-hmm. it. That's exactly right. Exactly. Show yeah. up yeah. at your computer exactly. every day. If you, if you love writing, the if word. you feel like you have a story to tell carve out a half an hour, an hour Mm -hmm. every single day, every single day Mm -hmm. and write. Work on it, work on it, work on it. In the meantime, when you get bored, look up publishing companies, go into the bookstores, go into the libraries, look at what's out there, do Do your homework, do the work, Um, find people that will give you great Great criticism and take it. Somebody recently sent me something they wanted me to look over. I don't, I rarely do because it's not my job and I don't want to be put in that position. But she was kind of in a, you know, she yeah. needed somebody to look something over quick. Immediately, there were there were a couple words missing there, mm-hmm. and and I and there were some. It wasn't connected, yeah. so I just gave her some quick, you know, do yeah. this, 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 mm-hmm. and this. Mm-hmm. She posted it without taking any of my advice. Wow! It's like, well, then don't ask don't for ask. it. If yeah. you are not prepared for criticism, yeah, get, you know, there's a thing. You know, you have to keep your your heart soft, but your thin your your skin, skin. thick. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's true in life. I mean, that's I, good advice I, for yeah, life. It is. Yeah. It's like make the changes. It, people yeah. can't take it though. They can't take the criticism. Well, if you can't I, take criticism, don't truth, go into that's, children's that's book right. writing well, or any tr- writing for that. The truth is, you don't ask. Yeah, like you really shouldn't ask. If you don't want it. Right. I you mean. know, um, listen, thank you so much for being here. The book is called Good Night Reindeer by Denise Brennan Nelson. And how can people get any of your books? We put up your link on our site, but can you tell everybody your link? Well, and um, yeah, I mean, DeniseBrennanNelson.com, but I don't sell the books on my website. They'll, oh. They'd have to go to uh, Amazon or okay. better yet, go to your local book independent store. bookstore. Okay. Um, get it from Excellent. them. What if somebody wants a signed copy? How can um, well, they, they could, work that they out? They could message me. On okay. either Facebook, okay. which I've done, okay. I, I will. You know, we can work something out that way. Okay. But they can uh, certainly message me on Facebook, or they can okay. uh, go to my website and you know. And what about events? Where are you going to be? Where, I'm gonna how be... can people find you? Oh, come see me and Claire. Where's um, your live performance going to be? <laughs> I've been to them. I'm 
going to be in Claire, Michigan on Saturday from 11 to 4 at a reindeer farm. Do you know mm. what it's called? Or? It's, uh, I think it's just called the reindeer farm. It's oh. the reindeer farm? Uh, yeah, I'm sure if oh, you how cool. went on. And, and what time? 11 to 4? This place just sounds phenomenal. It's been, oh, uh, it sounds USA so cool. Today is featured at National Geographic. And what are you doing? Book signing? I'm going to be signing books. Hopefully so can day. they buy them there? They can buy them there. Okay, you, perfect. And I'll have be, some of my other books as well. Are you going to be riding a reindeer? No, but they have reindeer okay. there. Okay. Real reindeer. Yay. Oh, they do? Yeah. That's enough to make oh, anyone want to go, especially know, right around now. I know. Now. I know. Around you know what? Before do you know the reindeer's to... names? Uh, no, I don't. Are you serious? Uh, I know uh, Dancer and Rudolph. And <laughs> you know Vixen, baby. Vixen, oh, yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> or we had a little um, thing we were going to do, right? <laughs> Are we going to still do that or I no? I forgot. You forgot it? You, well, well, I have it. Well, because I do have a yeah. couple couple mentions I have to make real quick. You okay? do that. All right. So when change is the only constant, people in business must be built to adapt. That Moment is a new podcast about the pivot that changes everything. Moments that open doors for discovering growth, but also bring the looming possibility of failure. Hear people's stories of taking risks and finding success in business and in life on the new podcast, That Moment, found wherever you listen to podcasts. Need great branding but can't afford a designer? Be your own designer with Maker. Join the over 1 million who have discovered Maker for creating unique and professional-looking logos and branding materials at an affordable price. Try it out today. Friends of the podcast get a free logo with code Nooner, N-O-O-N-E-R. Just visit www.makr.co slash Nooner to redeem your code. That's maker, M-A-K-R dot C-O forward slash Nooner and enter the code Nooner at checkout. And also our show today is sponsored by Tom Stewart Plumbing and Drain, serving the Metro Detroit Tri-County area. From leaky faucets to major plumbing repairs, Tom Stewart Plumbing can serve all your home needs. Give them a call at 586 525-7800, or you can reach them at TomStewartPlumbing.com. Denise, thank you so much for being here. Oh, I can't wait to have you back on, let's see, when it's book, what, 35, 40? 40. (laughs) Do you ever sit back and think to yourself, 22, 22. that's unbelievable. That's a lot of Mm -hmm. disciplined, focused writing time. Well, thanks. I don't feel very disciplined and focused <laughs> most of the time, but to, to, I'll take especially it. as successful as these books are, is beautiful. Every well, single one you. that I get, I say the same thing. Mm. This, is, this is my favorite. <laughs> and then another one comes thanks. out, which and I'm really excited favorite. about the imagination one because I think that's going to be, be a while. I think yeah. that is a book that should be in um, therapy. Oh, yep. Oh, we, we have to toss our, our cookies. You got to toss your cookie. Woohoo. Toss your cookies. Toss the cookies. You know how it goes. Yeah. Oh, All this right. one's mine. That one's yours. That's uh, yours. That one's mine. That one's yours. Glasses are pointed at me. Uh oh. Oh, this oh. one's yours, Nora. Right yeah, there. That's mine. Okay. All right. All right. No fighting over the cookies, guys. Yeah. Come on. All right, Denise. All right. You have the honors. So really, you don't you don't know the names of the do you know the Twas the Night Before Christmas by heart? By heart? A little bit. Oh, I thought you meant hurt the band. I was listening to the song on that. <laughs> so, so the end of it is with a little old driver so lively and quick. I knew in a moment it must be Saint hey, Nick. Nick. Uh, oh, you don't know it either. Yeah, She's looking it up over I here. <laughs> More rapid than eagles, his course his coursers they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Prancer. No, no, Dasher. Dancer. Now Dancer. Dancer. Francis. Now 
Prancer and Vixen on Comet on Cupid on Donner and Blitzen. Oh, see, we know. Yeah, you did. I have personality. It's been a while, you know. Yeah. I wanted to take that personality test. You're Blitzen. I know that. What's that? What's Blitzen? Wait, what's Blitzen? Okay, Blitzen. Here's Blitzen. Gets everything done extremely fast. Oh, you don't have a tenor voice. Always on time. Almost, I was just thinking of the name Blitzen for you. Almost always finishes projects. Love spontaneity. Oh, I'll take that. But you know, one. you're you're probably okay. Vixen now that I no, think I'm about it. No, I'm not. You Vixen sounds Vixen wicked. I'm not oh, no. wicked. No, I'm not. Every, Vixen. Every one of the, you could be Comet. Every one What's of our Comet? positive. Comet sounds like a little. Loves out to there. make people laugh. Incredibly smart. Laid back. Likes flexibility. Once he makes up his mind to do something, he'll get it done. Always willing to lend a helping hand and loves honesty and plain fare. Oh, there you can be you go. Comic. I'll take that one. Did you know that all the reindeer are not males, by the way? Oh, no, really? Reindeer are one of the only, it's the only deer family that the females can also grown, grown, grow antlers. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. All right. So Where, what's your... Where's our um, tech? Because we have a song for you. Okay. So... After Denise and I talked, I was going to switch it to Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, but I didn't. Yeah. So I can know, sing it. Go ahead. Go ahead because our reindeer tech left, so I'm not sure where she's at. a very shiny nose. Everybody all together and now. And if you <laughs> ever saw it, you would even say it glowed, it glowed. Okay, Nora, give all it your beats. Come on. Boop. <laughs> Used to laugh and call him names. <laughs> they never let poor Rudolph... <laughs> Join. <laughs> I hope to God no one's listening. <laughs> okay. I don't know where our tech is. But we were supposed to. We were supposed to close it. There she is. We were supposed to close the show with "Forever Young" she by Rod Stewart. And thought I better get the hell in there. "Forever and... Young" by Rod Stewart. Oh, for you. Oh, All right, Rod go ahead. Stewart. Did you read yours? Yeah, mine says something about sitting to the east will help bring me good fortune. Oh, oh. yeah. You will soon meet the person you admire. Oh, you've already met me, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yep. Oh, mine it's says swaggy. good luck will come in the springtime. Well, one, I don't believe in luck, and two, I'm not waiting till spring. Yeah. I will you create will travel my own and luck. come into the future. Ooh. Ooh. All right. And remember sometimes the only mode of transportation available is a leap of faith. Thanks for taking the leap of faith. Happy hump day, everyone. Happy hump and day. And don't forget Claire, Michigan on Saturday at the Reindeer Good night, Farm. Reindeer. You'll get a signed Rooftop copy. You'll get a signed copy by of the Denise Brennan Nelson. Yes.